I saw your fucking biceps there. What the fuck? You're jacked. Have you always been this jacked? She's a female fucking marine, Nathan. She's a marine. (laughs) Ooh, fucking raw, Nathan. You're listening to the Art and War podcast with your hosts, Mitch and Nathan. Mitch is a former airborne infantry squad leader who now spends most of his time coaching soccer. Nathan is a professional illustrator and an avid shooter with a couple of years of Canadian military experience. Together, they run the Seaburn Art page. Enjoy the show. Kind of goes with the improvisational tone of this podcast. Say we just kind of do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, you'll have that on these big jobs. Yeah. Well, so how's that Corona, Kaylee? It's good. It's almost gone. I need to get another here soon. Oh, and Mitch's video just cut already. Yeah, it was instantly nice. starting to lag. So there's a there's this fucking problem that I have with my internet where if more than me and Nathan are recording for some reason, sometimes if I have my video on, the audio and video just lags so bad for me that like you'll be mid conversation and I'll like say my point because there's a natural pause when I started talking, but by the time you heard it. Mm-hmm. So super quality professional podcasts. Art and War Super quality one. professional podcast as sponsored by Big Daddy Unlimited who still does not sponsor us but no. they listen but they listen but they listen but they listen hi I hope you're doing well you can't I don't know if you can say his name oh fuck I don't know can can we say his name it says on his profile that he he works for BDU can we I don't know I don't but know. he still has to Either ask way, he still has to ask the superiors over there if he can even yeah, come on Yeah, before he shows up in a podcast recorded by us, retards, that yeah. might be a good idea. Well, somehow we still have our sponsor, AWS. Yes, Advanced Warfighting Solutions. Uh, I, I actually have my belt over here. After after that last uh, that reloading guide we put out, I got shamed into getting a dump pouch. Did you get their dump pouch? I did not get their dump pouch. I already had an uh, HSGI one sitting around. It's Soft held on with body zip ties. Fuck. Well, I will, Mitch. I will. I'll I'll talk to AWS at some point. But I've had this HSGI one for like two years. I just never used it. Well, Kaylee, how are you? Yeah, I am great. How are you all? We're good. Pretty good. Uh, it's been a few episodes without any white claws, so Mitch has. He sent me a guide earlier on logistics, which is entirely built around metaphors of me buying white claws. So it reminded me to buy some. Did you like that guide, by the well, way? Are we are good. we going to run that? I, I the logistics guide, yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I'm probably going to like a Tacoma full of white claws. I might put a few boxes of ammo and try and get a dual metaphor in there. But we'll 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 get to it later. It's, it's probably going to come out Thursday or Friday. By the time people listen to this episode, the guide will be out, and y'all will have put your fucking dirty little comments in the comment section to tell us that we're retarded. Yeah. People do get really upset sometimes with what we have People to get say. so poopy. Actually, uh, I expected more bad things in the, uh, in the uh, reloading guide, other than just a few questions about like, why don't you use a dump pouch, which like the advice also applies to people with dump pouches. Uh, there's a few people who are like, I don't see why you'd keep the magazine. If it's empty, just get rid of it. Like what? Well, what? You don't always have like, magazines just well mitch i i think if you're not resourceful you can you can find magazines anywhere have you played video games fuck you're right you, yeah there you go you're right you're right yeah it's just like you you go up to a body and you loot 70 assault rifle ammo and you're fine doesn't matter what that what gun he has you're fine kaylee you have mag. welcome to being the audience for nathan and mitch bitching about the people in our comments 
Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm yeah. glad I'm here to uh, be a part of that. Yeah. Well, most people are fantastic. I think like yeah. 99% yeah. of people we're, are fantastic. We're being overdramatic. Like, the odd one who's just like, oh, I don't understand. Just drop it. Just leave it. Cool. I mean, you can. There's nothing stopping you, you from can. doing There's that. There's situations where that's actually the right thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I'm just complaining. Yeah, we're complaining. Kaylee, tell us about yourself. Um, yes. Um, what do you do? What's your name? What's your sign? Uh, my name is Kaylee. What time I'm are you Horace. born? We're going to do your star chart. No. I, I don't even know what that means. I just I just know that's like a weird thing. I am super into astrology, by the way. Uh, but no, so I am Kaylee. Um, I am... I do cool things with AKs and other things. Uh, I was in the Marine Corps. I got into AKs by my boyfriend who I met on Instagram that I slid into his DMs. Aggressive. And now hey, Tyler. Aggressive. I'm here. Super aggressive. So. Yes. Yeah. He seems pretty cool. I think I follow him. He does lots of cool AK stuff. Yeah. Tim is a, a an AK connoisseur. Oh, he knows. I just called him Tyler because I'm I'm wow. dumbass. But nice. Yes, Tim. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I got into AKs through Tim, um, you know, working at said place. They just had a bunch of hell pups that I thought were cool, but it turns out they're not cool. Oh, I know exactly where you were working. We actually just did a <laughs> yep. coincidence. So I was told. Yeah. Cool ads, though. Fuck that place. Oh, God. <laughs> it's funny because you're coming out right after that. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> They know. They know. Oh, I mean, they, they spoke quite highly of you, so. They did, actually. So, uh. <laughs> Sucks to be them. Sucks to suck, I guess. So I know. Yeah, we, I guess. We kind of talked about it off, um, off camera because yeah. Nathan was naturally late. Um, I'm sorry. Hey, it's not always me. Sometimes, rarely, it is you. The last two times it's been me. <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm sorry. There was an accident on the highway because when no, it rains, no, no people excuses. drive like fucking retards. No sorry. excuses. No excuses. You were in the Marines. Yes. What did you do in the Marine Corps? Uh, so my MOS was motor team mechanic, but I was only in for just over a year. Um, I fractured my pelvis and was medically forced out after they tried to force me out for like six months. Ah, how'd you fracture your pelvis? Yeah. Um, I fell with a fuck ton of weight on my back and it's crack. a story as old as time. It's a story that every female Marine probably has. Yeah. Just, oh, hip problems. Hmm. Yeah. This sounds very familiar. I think legitimately everyone we've had on, uh, Krug's had this story. Krug's, uh, who we're going to record with again fairly mm -hmm. soon, I hope. Um, all the male Marines as well, but I would imagine it's much worse for, yeah. Yeah, we get fucked. A lot of females yeah. just get absolutely obliterated. And, yeah. you know, I go to the VA and they're like, oh, you're an employee. Nope, I'm not an employee. I have a fucked up skeletal system. All yeah. of it. Like, absolutely ruined. That really fucking sucks. What made you choose yeah. a Marine Corps? Um, so my mother had a business that I enjoyed doing before the Marine Corps, and I didn't think it was cool enough for me to take over. Um, my mother is a doctor, so she wanted me to follow in her footsteps. Absolutely don't want to go to school to be a doctor. Um, I, I'm a very hands-on person, although 
that medical field or the portion of the medical field that she is in, the profession is obviously hands-on. That's not something I'm interested in. I don't want to waste my time or my money on something like that. Um, so I went into the Marine Corps recruiting office and I was like, hey, I heard you guys do some cool shit. I would like to be a part of said cool shit. And I signed up and I was actually homeschooled for all of high school so I could leave for the Marine Corps earlier. Um, I graduated high school in like two years rather than the four um, and then left for the Marine Corps the day after Thanksgiving. But I chose the Marine Corps because it's fucking cool and we're all a bunch of fucking cool people. Yeah. Did you ever get to do any of the said cool shit? Um, there were times during portions of training where we got to throw nods on and just fuck around or, you know, me being five foot, 95 pounds at the time, carrying a 240 on my back, hiking with just nothing but dudes just dying pre-hip injury and just showing them out with one of my staff sergeants who was just a cool human being. Yeah, I, I did a lot of cool things that... I think I'll always have those memories, and if I would ever get the chance, I would do it again. Obviously, probably a lot more. Yeah. Safer, safely, but yeah. rather than that, I did I did cool shit, and I did shit that not a lot of people can say that they've done, which was which was pretty cool. Pretty cool memories to hang on to as well, yeah. and a lot of good friends. Um, like Tim and I, we connect on a different, entirely different level both being Marines. Um, we also have a roommate, Corey. We can all fuck around with each other and, and you know, it's just a different relationship. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We can go to a bar and, you know, not even announce that we're Marines and somehow get on the topic beside someone who, who's also a Marine. And it's like, hell yeah. Like we're all getting drunk now. It's a good time. <laughs> That's awesome. So the and 240s are no fucking joke. Sorry, Mish, go on. No, 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 you go ahead. That's it. Lugging around a 240s, no fucking joke. <laughs> As like a grown ass man, even like now. And it, when I was in the military, I was in the, you know, prime my fucking life. I remember doing, I think like a, a 13K with a 240 and like an ammo and, you know, full fighting order and all that bullshit. I almost fucking died. And the fact you yeah. did that at half my weight, that, that's impressive. It fucking sucked, but it was cool because everyone was like, who the fuck is this bitch? And I was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> What's your experience dealing with other women in the Marine Corps? Oh, other women in the Marine Corps. I would say 50% of it is good. The other half of it is a, um, who's the biggest cunt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it, you deal with this in everyday professions as well, but, you know, you get multiple females in a, in a workplace and it's like, no, I have the bigger tits. No, I have the bigger tits. Actually, I'm sucking this staff sergeant's dick because I have the bigger tits. Oh and then you God. have Holy the shit. good mechanics or the good whomever are just saying, I'm just here to do my job, you know. So, it's, go ahead. Some of it is positive. The, the other portion of it is you are embarrassing all of us. Yeah. One thing that to this day kind of surprises me, but makes sense with my now experience in the military. When I was going through basic training years ago, my drill sergeants 
told all of us, we were all infantry, and this was before women were allowed in the infantry, told mm-hmm. all of us, if you ever see a female in uniform, do not talk to them, go the other way. And if you have to talk to them, it is just yes, ma'am, or yes, sergeant, depending on their rank. And you say the absolute bare minimum, no more than what is necessary to be said. And then you go the other way. And I think while looking back, while I have seen dudes in my career get absolutely fucked for being, you know, just saying hi, or, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe just trying to communicate like on a friend level. um, I've also seen people not know how to talk with females in the military mm-hmm. and it makes it really fucking awkward. And I think almost feeds into the whole sexual harassment culture in and of itself. I'm curious yeah. your thoughts on being a female Marine and hearing how we were told as infantrymen, just don't fucking talk to the females. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. And uh, to branch off of that, at least, well, when I went through boot camp, females were, I had went to Paris Island, South Carolina, which was at the time the only place to go for female basic training. There was male and female, but you're on an island and it's huge. So one very back portion of the island was the the female training. It, we called it 4th Battalion. That's what it's called. I can't tell you. I was there for a hot minute and I did not see, see a single male the entire time. Um, as as yep not a single male um just well i saw one male correction who was my my range coach um but that that was it our mcmap instructors were were women the women at the chow hall or the the workers at the chow hall were all women so as far as you know that stemming off of sexual harassment it it is the same way you know men crave that attention of women and women also crave that attention of men. So, you know, not getting to talk to the other sex, you lose that sense. You lose that part of humanity where you're like, oh, oh yeah, I remember how to do this. And, and you don't. So you do it wrong. And then you get criticized for it. And then it turns into sexual harassment. And you're like, now I'm fucked. My entire career is fucked. Yeah, it's kind of, I see... I see the perspective from both sides, especially with mm-hmm. uh, Sharp. I don't know. Do the Marine is that the program in the Marines in the Army? It's Sharp Sexual Harassment Assault Reporting Program. Yeah, we have that What's too. What's the sexual harassment program in the Marine Corps called? Sapper. Sapper. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's probably the same thing, just a different acronym because we all yeah. like to come up with our own acronyms. But the amount of Sharp cases, I think, are. I mean, I don't know the official statistics. I think it's probably, if I had to guess just from my experience in the military, it's probably about 50-50 of guys talking in a group and Mm -hmm. making jokes. And there are some jokes that are inappropriate for the workplace. I understand that. But maybe not even making those inappropriate jokes, just kind of like joking. Just like amongst each other being like, oh, you're a fucking like dickhead or, oh, like I'm going to sack tap you or some shit. And somebody seeing that and claiming that as like a sharp case or somebody on deployment receiving um, nudies from their wives or significant other and maybe setting it as their phone background and uh, 
a female soldier seeing that, you know, when they flip their phone on. Um, I've seen instances like that where people get reported. But at the same time, equally, there's a bunch of socially awkward fucking weirdos who are told not to talk to women and haven't seen them for years. Well, I mean, obviously they've seen them, but they haven't like spoken with them because their lives are the military. They live on post. They live in the barracks. They live in all male barracks and they don't, they don't interact with female soldiers. So when they go to like a bar where there is a female, they just act like, like fucking creeps. I got to put my dick in that. Yeah. And, and then they end up actually doing something where they should be reported you know, under sharp, but it's Mm -hmm. such a strange dynamic that the military is going about, I think the wrong way, but my opinion doesn't matter because you know, who, who the fuck am I? I'm just some Sergeant. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that definitely makes sense. (laughs) I've seen that on the female side as well. Um, you know, speaking of being socially awkward, there was a, and I'm not going to name any names because I don't even know. I think this girl still follows me on Instagram. It was a a Marine that I served with. Um, she was very, very beautiful Latina girl. Just, just was a good person from what I could see. Um, but apparently she was really depressed not being around a male or not having a boyfriend or just not having that attention around. So she, she went and became a stripper off base and then got, dishonorably dishonorably discharged but it's like why are you going about it the way you are not justifying her actions but it's like are you serious there was a very recent case where i it wasn't directly involved with me or my unit but from a prior unit that i was at where i was speaking with an old friend there there was a female infantry woman, um, mm-hmm. and she had an OnlyFans, but she didn't like advertise it to her platoon. Um, her platoon, however, chose to be dickheads and make accounts with not their real name or like not using their real information. Mm-hmm. And started to like pass around her pictures. She, so, so she ended up, and this is all secondhand information. I just want everybody to be aware. She ended up long story short, being really cool about it and asked the platoon sergeant to like talk with the whole platoon. And she was like, Hey, like, I know you guys did this, but if we could just not do this at work, like, I don't, like, I understand what I do. I put myself out there, like, I, and you guys pay for it, like, whatever. But can we just not have it affect work? And I guess her platoon was all cool with it. But it is such a strange dynamic when something like that happens because now, I mean, you have people in your platoon jerking off to you, you know? Yeah. And it, like, picture you have to do, like, a team live fire now with that person. And let's say you do the, oh, no, somebody got shot in the leg or dead gunner drills where you're on their fucking back and maybe you're just fucking horny at that moment. And now like you got a boner <laughs> sticking into her ass. Like there's such this, a, sorry, this is a, like a really serious topic. Yeah. It's just such a weird dynamic now that you've created. But, but I promise you it happens every day. 
and that's and that's just it like it happens and i think the way that the military is going about integrating females and males into units and social circles where they previously weren't it's like oh we told you for years to just not talk to female soldiers but now all of a sudden like you have to like they are part of you they are there it's such a weird strange thing and I'm just always curious about other people's perspectives and especially now a female, female Marine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's stupid. Uh, a lot of the things or ways that they're going about are not very thought through. I don't think. And, you know, like you said, whose opinion, like it doesn't matter, but being there and experiencing that it's like, you couldn't think of a better way to handle it or you couldn't think of, hey, maybe like we should just only get in the fleet together and work together when we're somewhat semi-mature adults and leave the immaturity in the very beginning part of our, our, our Marine Corps career out of it. Like um, there was an article that I had read on the first female and male integrated hike and boot camp. And like apparently this this – I guess assuming somewhere in the middle of the hike of the of the order, this dude stuck his hands down this fucking girl's trousers. What like, the fuck? Are you serious? But then you know, if 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 she provoked that, he would still be the one getting in trouble. Well, and that's just it. The punishment is also extremely one sided. Yeah, there are certain things like that is an instance that this is fucking sexual like assault at that point, like putting hands down another person's, that's like, that's assault. But like you said, it is also very one-sided, the reporting system. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely one-sided. And I'll say that as a female, because it's the truth, you know, a male will always, not always, a male will usually get blamed for any instance of the sort every time. Unless it's, we have hard evidence that the female has provoked this, that the female did this, the other gender did this, we're going to, to, to punish them or both of them or, or whatever, you know, it's not, it's not ever the, oh, we think the female did it because it's just privilege. The the whole program is kind of fucked because you'll have instances, um, this is a direct, uh, you know, this is coming directly from myself who experiences. We had a staff sergeant who raped a female private, like raped her. Like there was hard evidence. CID lost the panties that had his DNA on it. He got off. The day he got off, he reenlisted in death. So they couldn't fucking touch him anymore after that. Like he's Holy like, oh, well, shit. I'm in death. You know, like I'm here now forever. And everyone in the unit was like we had to because, you know, when there's a reenlistment ceremony, like it's a big deal, especially like a higher mm-hmm. ranking person, whole ceremony. We did it out in the field. And that guy was so hated in our unit in our company, we moved him up to the fucking S shops. But even the S shops were like, no, no, like we're going to bring him out with his old former unit. And during his reenlistment ceremony, everyone, including myself higher ranking people than me at the time were like you're a fucking piece of shit like like fucking 
because he was and and we knew that he was and it the program though is so fucked because people like that will get off and then they'll re-enlist yeah. in depth and oh no now the fucking rapist is in the ranks in a position of fucking power and authority yeah fuck oh my god and uh, shit what, like that forgive happens. me for being like canadian but can you explain what re-enlist in depth is so you like, so after a certain point in your career i believe it's 10 years the next time you re-enlist it's until 20 years so yeah if you re that's why some people will hit like eight or nine years re-enlist so like it's they bring them to 12 or 13 and then they have a little bit more say of what happens with them because they have limited time um but for the most part, like if you hit 10 years after that and you re-enlist, it's until you retire. So in-depth, you yeah. re-enlist indefinitely until you retire. And that motherfucker got away with it. In the same breath, I can also tell you that there have been females that accuse men of doing things or over-exaggerating things. And then that that male who didn't do it or didn't do the things that were described is now fucked for the rest of his life because not only did he get just discharged, but he got a dishonorable discharge and that follows him. It's just yeah. the whole yep. program is <clears throat> fucked. Yeah. It's, it's definitely caters to favoritism. You know, it's even outside of the, the, the sexual or inappropriate side of things. The same doctor that diagnosed me with a fractured pelvis misdiagnosed a friend of mine with uh, uh, brain cancer, and she got out of the Marine Corps as a dishonorable discharge, um, like a med step, but it was dishonorable because it said that she had enlisted in, in like a fraudulent enlistment, kind of, and now that same, this would be a corpsman, this would not be a, a Marine, Marine Corps personnel. So they work for the Navy. So this corpsman, or, or this doctor, sorry, civilian doctor, um, is now in jail for misdiagnosing her because she has fucking brain cancer now. Jesus Christ. Holy but, shit. you know, on the other side of things, it's this, this doctor or this corpsman or this whoever has been working for us in this clinic for so long. We trust them. We believe them. You know? We trust, we believe these females because we think that they're truthful. They're not. Not everyone is always truthful. You don't ever know when someone's fully telling the truth or not. Yeah. Well, and that's a whole nother topic where you and I both have personal experience with medical personnel in the military yeah. and how you get the best medical care in the entire world. And it's just absolute dog shit. Like it is, Dude. it is worse than it's worth paying for your own medical coverage outside of the military. Yeah. So I am covered by the VA now. I, I wasn't for, for quite some time. I had a pain psychology appointment. This makes me very mad. My pain psychology appointment, it looked like it was going to be some sort of physical therapy. I walk into this room, you know, I'm, I'm like, hey, hell yeah, I'm ready to be or be on the journey to being some sort of pain-free, to, to find the better steps, to be able to not fucking walk with a limp anymore. 
to be able to get out of bed and tie my own fucking shoes, not having to wear slip-on vans. This bitch had the audacity to tell me that my injury was in my head. I said, have you looked at my records? Have you looked at my file? Did you see the MRI that I had with contrast with a needle shoved into my pelvis that I spent my own money for to prove to the VA that I had a fractured pelvis? She's like, I, you know, I didn't really look in your file. Well, maybe if you fucking maybe looked, you would fucking know. that's your fucking job. It's literally your exactly. job. Exactly. Like, don't you get a fucking base pay for something? That's it. Do, do, does someone need to rewrite your do- job description? Because what you're telling me is fucking nuts. Like, you have reached a level of anger in me that I have not produced in a long time. Don't tell me I don't have an injury. You want to fucking look? You want to see that I can't run or walk or potentially ha- ever have a kid? Like, fuck you. It's it's so common. And that I think that is the most hurtful aspect of the entire thing is that you are not unique in this story. I am not unique yeah. in mine. Medical care and the sexual harassment programs and even the equal opportunity programs in the military are so fucked, but they look good on a surface level. Surface level, it's like, oh, look at the army leading the way with appointing the senior well-respected NCOs to be the EO NCOIC or the SHARP NCOIC. Oh, look, we just contracted out a bunch of doctors to you know, look after our military personnel and it's all just surface level lip service and everybody is suffering over it on it on every side. I mean, you have the, like we talked about earlier, you have the people that are wrongfully being accused. We have Mm -hmm. people that are rightfully accusing people and not being believed. We have people being told that injuries are just in their head and it is just so hurtful and just so, Dis, it's distressing dishonest. and yeah. dishonest that you're told you will have the best in the world of X, Y, and Z, that you will be taken care of, that it'll be a professional work environment, and it never turns out to be that way. Um, I, I'm curious in your short time in the Marine Corps as a as a as a female, did you ever have any interactions with any senior? Um, are they N- are they NCOs in the Marine Corps? I'm pretty yeah, they're NCOs in the yes. Marine Corps. Yep. Senior leadership or just in general mm-hmm. the Marine Corps. Yep. Yeah, I had I had experience with that everywhere. Um, not so much in basic. You know, you're just dealing with your drill instructors and, and whatnot. Um, but getting out to to MCT and being in Pendleton, you deal with that. And you know, some of the NCOs were were nice. Were pretty good for the most part. But there were also that one-off NCO that's like, hey, like, you want to hang out? Like, no, dude, you're fucking married. Fuck off. And you're an NCO. (laughs) You're an NCO. You're married. You have kids. Oh, man. And your wife fucking comes to to the squad bay or to the unit. Like, dude, stop. At the time, I was with someone. So me being a fucking decent human didn't entertain a lot of the, the things that were, were proposed to me. You know, NCOs, hey, you want to fucking hang out? Like, 
no, I don't. Or the female NCOs who are just like, fuck you, you're going to end up fucking pregnant, you're going to end up medically discharged, you're just a fucking another bitch in the system. And I'm like, okay, like, how is that going to affect me? Your words don't mean anything to me. Right, right now, you're not being a leader. You're not being senior, a senior leader. You're just being another cunt in the Marine Corps. Like, well, and the whole, I understand. Uh-huh. I, I like I understand the more so big dick competition out of the females in the Marine Corps because there's not that many of us. But also, there's not that many of us. So stop trying to be a cunt all the time. Well, and the one of the main issues I think that this all stems from is in fact the rank structure itself. And I think the rank Mm -hmm. structure does more good than it does harm. However, when it comes to sexual harassment and assault specifically, you have high ranking NCOs or officers that are in total control of everybody's lives personally to an extent as well. Um, not just at work, like they affect your personal life. And when you have somebody with that much power that's used to that much power, and maybe he's just a little fucking extra horny that day, and there's this, you know, lower ranking female Marine um, catches his eye, I mean, it can turn into this really weird power dynamic where. I can ruin your fucking career and your life if you don't do this. Yeah, it's I've absolutely witnessed that and have been a part of that and it's it sucks to say because it's so common. You know, it's 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 like why can't we just be marines or why can't you just be my NCO? Be professional. SNCO. Like, why can't you? Yeah, exactly. Why can't you just be professional? But although there are also those female Marines who provoke that kind of of attention, like, oh, I'm going to go off base. But before I leave, I'm going to stop by the fucking office and see who's on duty and show my fucking tits and do this. Like, just fucking go off base. Do whatever the fuck you want. Be a whore if you want to be a whore. But like, don't tell anyone you're a fucking Marine. Like, do yourself a favor because you look like a fool. There were instances where back when I was on CQ or never on staff duty because staff duty was always up at the battalion office, but on mm-hmm. CQ where you're at the barracks, um, do, do you guys have that in the Marine Corps? Like 24-hour duty in the barracks? Tw- yeah, 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 yeah. It's just duty. Okay. So we have like CQ, which is usually at the barracks, and then we have staff duty, which is up at like the battalion offices. Mm-hmm. But on CQ, when you're at the barracks on a weekend especially, you know, you're going to see crazy shit, especially in infantry barracks because infantrymen like to get drunk and think that they're hot fucking shit. And, and bring women over and shit like that. Yep. <laughs> I've dealt with that. Yep. Um. So it was, it was weird at my first duty station, there were no females in the male barracks. Like it was, it wasn't allowed. It wasn't a normal thing. Anytime you were on CQ and you saw a female in the barracks, it was like, Hey, what the fuck mm-hmm. are you doing in here? Like, get the fuck out. I don't care if you're just like an Italian. I don't care who you are. Get the fuck out. Um, yeah. But at other bases I've been at, there's like an all female floor and like an all male floor. 
And that's mm-hmm. when shit starts to get fucking weird. Because like you said, yeah. I'll be on CQ and these drunk female soldiers will walk by and they'll just like flash their tits. Or they'll be like, hey, yeah. let me come suck your dick. And you're like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in that same turn, you'll have the males go down get extremely fucked up with the females. And then there was an instance where there was a completely naked female drunk and passed out on the male floor. And that's just <clears throat> dangerous. That's just fucking yeah. dangerous being on the <laughs> infantryman's floor, drunk, passed out, naked and a female completely like her clothes weren't anywhere to be found. Like she was just naked. On It was I didn't know what the fuck to do. I literally, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't an NCO at the time. Um, I was a runner. I stood like 10 feet away from her. I was afraid to go up and touch her and see if she was okay. Like I was fucking terrified for my career. I called up yeah. my NCO at the time. And even he was like, we like, what do we even do? Yeah. Don't touch Let's anything. And for the first time, we were like happy that fucking MP showed up to the infantry barracks. We were like, this is you. We we didn't touch her. We didn't go anywhere near her. We didn't help her. Like she is just drunk and passed out right there. Didn't check to see if she was even fucking breathing because we were terrified because of how many. And, and looking back, obviously, that's the wrong answer. But but it, it, it was in the moment. Yeah. And there's just so many instances where. It, you the, the military makes talking to the other sex such a taboo that when it happens, yeah. it's a fucking disaster. Yeah. No, that – yeah. That, that's all I can say to that is yeah. Nathan, uh, how's how's women and, and male integration up in the Canadian military look like? This is going to sound awful, but I think a lot better than what you guys have. It's not fantastic, don't get me wrong, but – and maybe I, I was like either willfully blind or just blind in general to uh, to my time in. But I didn't see the issues you guys had. And, like, it, it is bad. Don't get me wrong. It is bad and it has been bad. But I've never seen anything like, don't, don't talk to women. Like, I, I, did, I did my fucking qualifications with women in my, all of my courses. For, and this this is before you even got in, Mitch. Um, like, like I, I had women during my quals, like, lugging shit alongside me. And I never. don't remember the kinds of scandals and... Uh, don't get me wrong, right now in the Canadian military, we have a huge, huge sexual harassment scandal. Um, to, to be a little uh, edgy, I guess, I think a lot of it's political. Like one of the guys yeah. went down for for uh, streaking at his university when he was 18, and the guy's like 40-something now. Um, a lot of it's very political. Some of it is, is very legitimate, and the person's a piece of shit. The people are, are pieces of shit, but a lot of it is just kind of like media witch hunt. But it doesn't sound nearly as bad as it was in the Marines or in your unit, Mitch. Or the the culture, I think, may, might be a couple years ahead, or at the very least, just different here. I think because our first interaction—well, not our first interaction, our first impression of being in the army, at least, was. If you see female soldiers, don't fucking talk to them. And having that be what you're told in basic training is like part of your first 
glimpse and taste of the military, I think that affects people down the road in ways that they don't even realize. Because even now, like, fuck, that was like seven or eight years ago. Because uh, I have to work with females, obviously. Like, that is the military. You have to work with the other sex, um, especially up in the S-shops whenever you have to go and get anything done. Um, but even now on the infantry side, I'll find myself having to not not check myself for saying anything, but for feeling weird. I'll be like, oh, yeah. fuck, female soldier, not going over there. And I have to, mm-hmm. like, check myself and be like, well, that's also inappropriate as fuck, too. And... I can go like, I have to like not talk myself up, but I just have to remind myself, Hey, they're a fucking soldier. Like treat them like a fucking soldier. Just because somebody years ago told you don't fucking speak to the other gender doesn't mean that that's what you have to do. But if that's still resonating with me in such a little way, um, I can only imagine how many other people that's resonating with to this day that are, of higher rank or can't check themselves like I do and end up just being fucking weirdos. And I don't know. It's, it's a really strange dynamic that the military has created when it comes to men and women. And mm-hmm. I'm just so intrigued hearing about it from the other sexist side. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I am as well. It's... Bi- I, I saw your fucking biceps there. What the fuck? You're jacked. Have you always been this jacked? She's a female fucking marine, Nathan. She's a marine. (laughs) Ooh, fucking raw, Nathan. Ooh, raw. (laughs) Oh, my heart. I'm not jacked. I just have a bruise and and (laughs) gaining more. I'm not jacked. I just, I just have a bruise. Like (laughs) I'm, I'm gaining more weight because I'm in a healthy relationship, and Tim loves steak, so we eat steak all the time. I love Tim and steak. I also love Tim and I love steak too. So I, I love we're on the same page. I love Tim and steak also. Tim and steak's pretty dope. Tim can't hear That's, any of this and I, I don't care, but I, it's very funny. I he he will. He will. Yes. Good. Yeah, Tim, Tim will listen. Yes. So when you got out of the Marine Corps, what kind of was it I know you were in for a short period of time, but was there mm-hmm. any type of culture shock kind of like reintegrating yourself? Yes. So, funny story. Um, right after I got out of the Marine Corps, I signed up for cosmetology school. And really? That. Yep, completed it fully. Never went and got my license because I figured out that that wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I do like to do makeup. I like to get pretty and do whatever. Wasn't my thing. Also, I don't want to stand for several, several, several hours a day. I can't. Yeah. My body physically can't do that. Um, so, after I... You know, transitioning from the Marine Corps to that, it was I was very awkward. You know, you have to dress up and get all pretty. And I was still in the fact of, I can't wear eccentric makeup. Or I'm just going to wear t-shirts and leggings and, and, and whatever. And, you know, all of these young females, fresh out of high school, mommy and daddy paid for their cosmetology school. It was just like, these are not my friends. These are not people that I would ever talk to. These aren't people who are into guns. These aren't people who, who have any of the same values or morals that I do. So, you know, I, I went through the entire cosmetology school alone, which I'm glad I did that. I learned a lot. It was cool. Wasn't what I wanted to do. Right after cosmetology school, I went to welding school and passed that. 
and applied for several different positions and never ended up getting any. That's when I worked at Classic Firearms. But it was an absolute <laughs> culture shock. Yeah. Um, it was a, how do I act normal? How do I act like I can make my own decisions and not have to worry uh, about what my NCO is going to think about me? Or how how do I eat with both hands now? Or, you know, how do I not, I don't know, just anything just it was a completely different mindset i had to put myself into i never thought of that type of perspective because i've been in for so long and have ranked up to the position that i am where i understand how the military works and i understand Mm -hmm. what my rank can handle so i can challenge that authority sometimes if i think something is fucking stupid but getting out what would you get out as an e3 e4 uh an e2 an e2 no, E3, sorry. E3? I got out as a lance. Yeah, no, E2. E2? Yes. Either way, like E4 and below. Well, Marine Corps, isn't E4 an NCO? Yes, it is. Yeah, so in, in the Army, an E4 can be an NCO, but it's a lateral promotion from specialist to corporal. Specialist is mm-hmm. not considered an NCO, corporal is, but even as a corporal, you're just kind of like the bitch boy NCO. Um, mm-hmm. But getting out... As anything E4 and below, I never thought of how that type of culture shock can be because you're right. At, at that rank, especially in the Marine Corps, everything is, can I do this, sir? Can I not do this, sir? Because um, you, you guys don't say sergeant, right? It's sir. Pretty sure. Yeah, it's all yeah. sir, ma'am. Sir, ma'am. And... Uh, you know, like you said, can I eat with two hands? I mean, I, w- I was like that when I got out of basic for a while too. I'm like, holy fuck, like I have to eat as fast as I can because I only have like two and a half minutes to fucking eat. Um, yeah. Even showering, like I would shower in like 30 seconds because I'm afraid. Like it, it, I'm not afraid that like my drill sergeant's going to kick in my fucking door at my unit and just grill me as a fucking private that's not what i'm concerned about but when you do that for so long that kind of becomes your habits yeah and those habits don't don't integrate well with not being in the military because you look like a fucking weirdo if you're going out to like lunch with your you know your new job with new people around you and you're done eating in two and a half minutes like you look like a fucking weirdo (laughs) yeah and and Luckily, some of those aspects I was able to tie in pretty easily. You know, I was just, I was the the not super strict or not super just, hell yeah, I'm a Marine, you know, just wasn't that headstrong. I was headstrong, but not to the point where, you know, I was more headstrong in the factor of, I don't know how to act around other females who aren't Marines because we all act like cunts to each other. So do I, I I feel the need to act like an absolute bitch to my other surroundings if you're a female. If you're a male, like, hell yeah, I can compete in the big dick competition. Not a big deal. You want to fucking cut jokes and think they're offensive? I'll cut some jokes and, and, and make sure they're offensive. But the, the, the civilian female and the military female are two different breeds. Probably were some of the problems are when that civilian female 
joins the military and is still a civilian female. Because it's how you approach things are completely different, like uh, relationships, um, friendship. I'm not just being like, you know, like intimate relation. I'm talking like friendships too. Mm -hmm. It is very different in the military because you can't fraternize, fraternize. But yeah, as a woman and as a high ranking male, or even it's rarer because there's less high ranking females and lower ranking men, but it's such a weird dynamic because some men are raised in a way where it's, you always respect females. You never, you know, treat them rude. You never yell at them. You never like anything like that. And then they become NCOs and you have to yell at your Marines. You have to yell at your soldiers and they subconsciously are now treating their female uh, soldiers or Marines differently because of just how they were raised and i don't think it's wrong how they were raised necessarily i just think the military expects you to completely get rid of the last 17 years of your life or 18 years your entire upbringing and now you are supposed to do things a very specific way Mm -hmm. and it creates problems i'm curious i'm curious about canada side of this nathan yeah. In Canada, do they like, are you allowed to like still kind of have like a personality and just like interact with folks? Like, do you guys, like, do you guys like smoke people or like make them do like push ups or like fuck somebody up if they do something wrong? Officially, you're not supposed to. And it's been that way for a little while. And as far as I know, since my time, things have been getting a lot more lax. But I remember when I was in, you weren't allowed to smoke people in the way that you couldn't like make. Whatever PT you gave them, you uh, you either had to do it as well, or you just weren't allowed at all, and that that was a pretty serious rule uh, to to avoid, you know, the obvious situation. But yeah, people got smoked all the fucking time, and also that rule was ignored. Everyone did it anyway. Hmm. Or uh, when, when you're jacking someone up and you're making them do push-ups, they would get the really really jacked master corporal to come over and he'd do the push-ups with you, but the guy looked like fucking GI Joe, so he could just do them forever. <laughs> Um, and yeah, that, that happened a lot. I remember in one situation, I don't know, some, someone fucked up. So all of us had to just like do PT in our underwear in our barracks. <laughs> and because we, they weren't allowed to do that to us. They taped a garbage bag over the door and made us do it anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. I actually like Hazing. looking back, I, I Hazing, remember that yeah. fondly so, and like, the, Yeah. So was that dynamic weird with the men NCOs and the females? Um, I remember the women got smoked a lot less. It still happened, but like mm-hmm. it, it was a lot less. Like we, we'd all, you know, fraternize, interact, and they, they'd tell us, you know, what happened in their inspection? We'd tell them what happened in our inspection. It was a lot more chill from what I remember mm. uh, what happened to them. And um, I don't really have a lot more thoughts on it there. I, I was young at the time, so I, I wasn't thinking about like the uh, none of it's felt weird to me. Obviously, there was a double standard, but not to the point where it felt like, oh, you're not allowed to talk to them. Don't like acknowledge their presence. If they have boobs, don't think about <laughs> even opening your mouth. If you look at them, you're <laughs> out. You're out. Yeah. Like that wasn't a thing. Um, 
it was, it was actually quite normal. Like it, it wasn't like, obviously they had a different set of fitness standards and they, they had their own barracks and all of that, but we didn't really have any scandals as long as I, at least from what I remember. I think what I experience is starting to die out if it hasn't completely already. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of change in my short military career so far, so, so far, so far, so far, um, so far his, his fucking like New York accent comes out every once in a while and it kills me. Um, out. Yeah, uh, there you go. The, the boot. <laughs> I um, I think that's starting to change, which I think is a good thing, but I also still think there's so many other, inherent issues that aren't being addressed because it doesn't look good addressing them. Yeah. Being, being a female Marine when, well, you went through the all, the all female side of Paris Island, I guess, so it wouldn't really Mm -hmm. matter, but was there ever, obviously there's favoritism in general. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. Was there ever any like sexist favoritism? I'm ready to, for everything to be on the books. Hell yeah. Because mama didn't raise a bitch, so. Mama didn't raise a bitch. I love that. I asked Mama you... is a bitch, but I... mama didn't raise a bitch. I, I love how the three of us have like a subtle but distinct accent. It's the, cute. The more I drink, the more I sound Southern. Um, how do you more pronounce your the word? Comes... Huh? How do you pronounce? I'm going to spell the word. How do you pronounce the word spelled O-I-L? Oil? Oil. Oh. Oh. Oh, what the fuck? Oh. What? Oh, or like a a place that you go to watch movies. What is that called? Theater? Theater. Theater. Theater? What? Do you say fucking theater? It's a movie theater. Movie theater. Movie theater? What the fuck? Or like someone who practices law. Lawyer? 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 What I'm Canadian. How fuck? do I not have the weirdest accent in this fucking chat? Yeah, this I'm definitely. I'm from the is. south where everyone has sex with their cousin. Of course, you know, I have fa- the weirdest accent. You know, the weirdest accent. O'Driscolls. Okay, what was the question? Um, the question was: There's favoritism in the military, obviously, men or women. Have you ever mm-hmm. experienced or seen or wit or you know just witness in general any favoritism? That was sexist. Um, oh, my eye is just probably not a good thing. Um, I witnessed favoritism in that aspect a lot with the single male NCOs and the single female, like, corporals um, and, and Lance corporals. So a lot of it, you know hey, we're going to go do this working party, but we only want Corporal so-and-so and and Corporal so-and-so because of the two best females. Like, okay. Or I wouldn't say I've witnessed that personally a lot, which I think is, is something astonishing, so to say. That's good. Um it's something that I think happens a lot, but when I say a lot, I mean 
obviously more than it should. One instance is more than it should. It's becoming less... I don't know how to say it. Because it, it still happens more than it should, but it's happening less than it did. But it's still yeah. happening a fucking lot. Yeah. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Overall, what's your opinion on women being integrated into combat arms? No. Just no? Fucking harsh. <laughs> Just immediately. I, it's like, no, fuck you. I, I say no for, and if someone wants to argue or, or give me valid reasons why they think my opinion is wrong or elsewhere can't be proved wrong or have standing opinions that can factor off of mine, I would absolutely like to hear them. It's it's an ever-changing world, so I you can look me up on Instagram and, and tell me why you think else else elsewise, elsewhere. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I, I don't think have a different belong... opinion, which I'll, I'll give you when you're done. Okay. Yes. I don't think women belong in combat positions for the reason of me in the Marine Corps, I was 90 to 95 pounds. Although I may be a good shot, I may know the ins and out of the firearm that is issued to me. If the man besides, beside me goes down and I can't pick him up and I have to leave him, or if, if something arises where I need to lift more than my body weight and I'm not physically fit to those standards, although I can meet all the CFT, PFT, and every, every, every physical standard the Marine Corps has, those don't suffice when you're next to a 200-pound man or a 200-pound woman that I cannot lift and take to cover and I cannot lift to, to give medical support to. That's where I think it's fucked up because I can almost guarantee you I couldn't lift either one of you two men with every bone in my body, even without a fractured pelvis because I'm just a petite human being. And you have those those women who are like, oh, hell yeah, I'm fucking small. I'm going to go be a fucking 0311 and, and, and fucking show everyone. Okay, you're also going to end up with a fucking fractured pelvis because you think you're hot shit. And you think that your, your body can complement 200 plus pounds. It can't. So what about, I'm going to play devil's advocate. And um, I'll, I'll share my opinion after this too. But what about the females that can do that? I know they are few and far between, but I think it is fair to acknowledge the ones that do exist. And it is because I served with one. Her name is Amber, and she is the, like, stoutest bitch I've ever known in my entire life. She could kick anyone's ass, and I, and I, I love her for that. But being a female, we all have the same emotional system, the emotional breakdown. Um we all process things differently than men because that's how we are. That's how we were created as humans on this earth. You, you pronounce earth really I, cute. I enjoy that. Sorry. That, that's just like a so, southern thing. <laughs> sorry. Just but like earth. If, I, I can't really. Sorry. Continue. God. Fucking get an elbow Nathan. here in a second. <laughs> you give him three white claws and he's drunk. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, North, oh God! You should hear Mitch pronounce words with his when it's fucking New York accent. New York. Sorry, let, continue. Let her fucking speak, Nathan. 
yeah, Nathan, let me fucking speak. I'm a woman. I have these rights, apparently. <laughs> but apparently not the right <laughs> Are you mansplaining? Right? Are you mansplaining, Nathan? Talking over her? Um, I am so, mansplaining. Go, going back to with Amber, um, if I or Amber or any female were in a combat scenario where we had to choose to open fire on someone, on an individual, we would process that differently than males. And it has been statistically proven that we take longer to process if it's the right thing to do. Whereas males, adrenaline, your your function of the brain, your neurons are firing at full capacity and you will do what you think is right with no hesitation. Not all the time, but I, I to the women who do and are in combat roles i respect you but i don't think it's the right thing That's you've clearly m- read more into this than i have my uh, because i so when it. i'm in a bar with several male marines and they ask me the same question i don't want to be like oh hell yeah fuck yeah i'm a fucking all marines are the same we're not there are female and there are male marines i can't fucking pick your fat fucking overweight out of standard ass up and you could throw my 90 pound ass like it's not the same. Yeah. I want to be prepared. I want to have as much knowledge as I can to not have an argument, but you know, put these valid points out there for people to to endeavor because not everyone wants to look up the statistics. Not everyone gets to deal with a female in a combat position and and gets to hear their insight. Yeah. Although she's a trained uh 0311, I don't think that yeah. if the time arises if she would go to Afghanistan, paper, yeah, she would be Standards able to do the right thing. Translate very well to real life. There's all sorts of things that the government doesn't and will never take into account. Yeah, UFOs. <laughs> Fucking UFOs. Dude, um, every time we go to bed, Tim and I watch UFO videos, and it's it's our bonding time. It's the greatest thing. We watch several hundred hours of UFO documentaries. <laughs> That that's incredible, Nathan. What's your take on women in combat arms? Mine is a much less educated take, but at the same time, like I, I agree with what Kaylee's saying. Like she's ninety pounds; she's not picking up a two hundred person, two hundred pound person. And like a unit is only as strong as its weakest link. But my opinion is, is anyone who fits the standard, anyone who actually passes the tests, and can like process and lift and and like everyone should be held to the same standard i don't think standards should be changed just because someone someone is a woman um the the problem is yeah if you have to lug a 200 pound man you're going to have to fucking lug a 200 pound man that being said if you're a woman and you can do that i don't see any reason to keep you out um I, I was going to put it on like a little soundbite of the X-Files theme when you were talking about the UFOs and I didn't get it. <laughs> and I, I feel so bad for that. Sorry. Um, and if you can add an X-Files theme right afterwards, I would really appreciate that. Um, but I, I, I don't know anything about the, the processing, but I, I don't think I, I acknowledge that there are biological differences between men and women, but there's always exceptions to the rule. I, <laughs> I believe in both terms of cognitive processing and in, terms of physical strength i've met women who can fucking throw me around and i'm I'm not a complete slouch i'm a bit of a slouch i'm more of a slouch than i should be but uh you've lost weight you look good 
Oh, thank you. Spending all my time in the fucking gym, I say, as I fucking flex on camera, pretending to scratch a bug bite, Kaylee. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you. But that being said, as long as people can meet a physical standard that is uniform across the board, I've got no real problem with it. And other standards, obviously. There's a lot of things you have to do before you enter combat arms. I'm I'm a bit torn, personally. I... <coughs> Well, I do agree with what you're saying, Nathan, that the standards yeah. should be met. I would like to add to kind of what Kaylee was saying. The tests and standards that are currently being implemented are not a good indicator of whether or not somebody is good and fit for combat. Oh, I'm absolutely inclined to agree with that. Um, I, I didn't really get to it, but yeah, the current right. tests are fucking garbage. Even the new Army ACFT, I'm a certified fucking i don't even know what they're called anymore certified test giver i forget what the official title is i'm i'm certified to run an acft um certified to run it yeah. cannot actually tell you anything about it. <laughs> it well i can tell you all about it and i can tell you that while it, the way that it was developed it seems like somebody and I'll, you know, I'll give a little backstory to it first. So the APFT is what the old Army PT test was. I think it's still actually good until October of this year or next year. They might have changed that date, though. Um, but the old APFT for the Army, all you had to do across the board was um, push-ups, sit-ups, and a two-mile run. And the standard was different for men and women, and it took into account age as well. The new ACFT, none of that is really taken into account. They might have added age. They might have. I'm not, I don't believe they did though. But gender is no longer, you know, a thing when it comes to the ACFT. And they implemented these crazy both both way standards where it's extremely easy to pass, but it is extremely difficult to max out. And the new ACFT includes like a leg tuck, a deadlift, um, a, a, a drag carry. So like you're dragging a sled, um, carrying like ammo boxes, like it's a whole thing. And then it ends with, um, with a run. And when they were doing it, they found that most women were failing. What they weren't talking about and what is never talked about is that a lot of men fail too. There's a lot of unfit piece of shit men that only pass the PT tests because their NCO doesn't want to put in the work to chapter them out or to put them into the ABCT program, which is the Army Body Competition or ABCP. Yeah, not T. They don't want to do the paperwork for that. And it's much easy, much easier to quote unquote miscount the number of reps that somebody completes with push-ups or sit-ups than it is to hold somebody accountable. So there's a lot of unfit men, but nobody is, you know, uh, holding them accountable. But anytime a woman takes a PT test, well, they better fucking do it the right way to standard every single push-up, every single sit-up. Because I want to make women look bad. I want to prove a point that women can't do this. So there is both sides where you have piece of shit dudes that are skating by. And some women who 
can, you know, obviously meet the standard of the current test given, but they have some super Hua fucking infantry combat protection protector dude who's like, I'm not going to count that rep. You didn't go down all the way. The, you know, your spine and your fucking elbows or whatever the fuck he wants to say. So it's a, it's a really difficult place and I don't think the ACFT solves it. And I think there's significantly less women that are just biologically capable of competing with, with men in combat arms. And we see it just in sports when they try and integrate sports. You know, you have... You stay sports really cute. Sports. 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 Like male soccer teams and... Or I'll I'll even call them boys. Boys soccer teams competing (laughs) with like the best women's soccer team in the world. And like like in history even, you can call the last 20 years of the U.S. women's team in soccer the best like in history for women's sports and a U 14 Academy team a boys beat them like eight, eight to zero. And then everybody's like, well, they're not, obviously they're not trying because you know, why would they compete against 14 year old boys? But this is, this is a practice that coaches do. I I'm, I'm a coach. I've scouted for college. I I've, I've done contract work for professional teams and what women do women colleges they will go and get the local JV boys high school team to play against them <laughs> to prepare sorry, them. Every time you say boys, I just it kills me. I'm sorry. There, there is just some biological differences, and that's not saying they aren't equal. It's saying that there are biological differences, and I mean, picture we had, you know, Ronda Rousey, who is a very big advocate of, yeah, no men and women are biologically different, but picture Ronda Rousey in her prime went up against Conor McGregor in his prime. Yeah. No offense to Ronda Rousey. She's getting knocked the fuck out and she knows she's getting knocked the fuck out. And that's nothing against women. It's just that there is a physical difference. Yes. And I do think if women can meet a standard that actually measures combat fitness sure they can they can absolutely be a part of it i mean i don't see a problem with that i think there are other problems that come later once they are actually a part of the unit but that's not the discussion at hand they're just so few and far between that i don't know if those problems that will come become worth it or not Hmm. that's my take on it no, that's a very fair I don't know. I just do know as somebody that is very into sports and in the military that there are biological, physical differences between men and women. And, Agreed. You know, it's a strange it's a strange thing to say because you I'm I'm going on a fucking rant because this irks me as a fucking soccer coach, but take the like people are like, oh well, you guard like Sue Bird, like or some other WNBA player, and I'm like, we're not talking about like average women. We're talking about the best competitors in like a certain sport or a certain physical event. You have to take 
the best male counterpart, you know, because you're not going to tell super to go guard fucking LeBron James, right? That's just not going to happen. But just imagine, I mean, Dave Chappelle did a bit about it. Just imagine LeBron James was suddenly like, I'm a female now and was allowed to play in the WNBA. I mean, it's just, <laughs> you, you can use that logic and be like, well, that's just fucking not fair. It's just biologically and physically not fair. He's a 250 pound, six foot 10, absolute fucking unit. Unit. A fucking unit. And the best WNBA player of all time is not guarding the best or even the average male NBA player, and not because they aren't less talented, just because they physically are different. That's my rant. I'm going to stop ranting about sports. Sorry, Kaylee. On a brighter topic, you now shoot an AK that is like proportionately half the size of you, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I remember when I drew that picture of you holding the AK. People are like, "Oh, that AK is so big." It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. She's I'm just small. small. You're just small. Yeah. Um. So, I did not own an AK prior to moving to live with Tim. Um. This past Christmas together. You know, just a regular Christmas giving gifts and, and whatnot. And I started opening several packages. Well, one of the packages was just the bolt of an AK. And I'm like, mm. That's fucking what awesome. in the fuck is this? Oh, and then I open open it and it's a gas, the, 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 the piston. And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Then I open it up and it's like um, uh, the barrel, and I'm like, "Are you fucking shitting me?" Oh, <laughs> see, oh man, that's awesome. Was uh, that from How does it feel now that AK ammunition is now more expensive than AR ammunition? So I thanks Biden. You motherfucker. Um. Anywho. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh. Also, anywho, I went and bought six hundred plus rounds this weekend. Hell yeah. Good. But I paid an astronomical amount for them. Oh, yeah. Fuck no. How but, much are you paying per round? Like 7.62x39 right now. Tim, how much did I just pay for that 500 per round? 65? 65 cents? Was it steel case? What the fuck? Steel case? Holy shit, fuck. serious? Jesus Christ. It's... Okay, steel case, fucking Tula and shit is still like thirty cents around here. I guess we don't we don't have Joe Biden. You know we have worse laws. I'd still <laughs> rather live in America. We, but like t- brass five five six is forty cents around right now. Tim and I are going to a competition this weekend in Wisconsin, and uh, we had went to Shields, which is like our local sporting goods store, and we beeline to the ammo and I'm like, I need the seven six two. I want the cheapest seven sixty you have. And I want all of it in, in, in a fucking cardboard box right now. So yeah. the guy's like, well, we have however much is like, go get me a box, please. Like I'm standing here like that bitch guarding it. And there's someone behind me. Like, are you getting all of that? Like, dude, fuck all the way off. Yes. I'm getting all of this. I just told the fu- motherfucker to get me a box. Like, yes, I'm getting all of it. But, you know, it's – you're okay if you have a decent amount. If you're panic buying, then – Yeah, if you're panic buying, you're doing it too late. 
Like things will eventually equalize. It just fucking sucks in the moment. It exactly. I, I that's my take on it. I completely yeah. agree with that entire statement. <laughs> Fuck that. That sucks so much. It sucks so much, and it sucks for like Tula and all of that. But a hundred percent, like that is not remotely Russia's biggest export to America. They are a hundred percent going after gun owners. Oh, did you yeah, see what? Absolutely. Do you see what Tula Ammo is doing? What are they doing? They're moving production to China to get um. To get, o- okay. <laughs> to get over thought, uh, the uh, nice. I thought there was a ban on Chinese ammo. I don't think so. I, th- I thought there was because I, I, I keep on seeing stuff about it. The article I saw might have been – I didn't read the entire thing. I saw the headline, laughed. So it might be just yeah, somebody. They'll probably find a way around it, especially as like last time something like this happened, they just started exporting stuff to like Ukraine and then mailing it from Ukraine. So – they will get around it. Just people are going to yeah. spend a bit of money for a little while. Here, you can you can get Russian Milserp ammo and Chinese Milserp ammo all day, but it sucks because there's no guns to fucking run them in. What's going to happen is that ammo will just be shipped to like Canada, and then some Canadian yeah. company is just going to repackage it as something yeah. else, and then be like, "Oh, America." I'm going to reach out to Misty Mountain Supply literally right now to see if he wants to do that. He won't sell me his moisin. (laughs) His moisin. His moisin. 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 Mitch, who the fuck pronounces moisin like moisin? Okay. The fucking moisin. The moisin. All right. He won't sell me the moisin because he says he can't import it. If you can find a way to import it, I'm sure he can. My buddy's got a car 98 you can probably buy as well. Like matching fucking serial numbers, fucking 1930s German. I don't care about any of that. Don't care about any of that. Yeah, but it's still a fucking car 98, and you said you wanted one. I do. Mosins are shit. I I fought. I, I shot don't my. Care. I, I don't care. Man, I shot two don't mags, care. and he, can, keep in mind each mag is five rounds. Nathan, and on, I like, don't round care. Round seven or eight, it was locking up. Like Nathan. it was so hot, the gun I could not cycle Nathan. the bolt without like. Yeah. I do not care. Well, it's still shit, and you're ba- mm. you, your opinions are bad, and you should feel bad. Nope. For, you're just going to overpay for a piece of garbage. Kaylee, how did you get into guns? What got you into guns? Um, the Marine Corps taught me the basics about guns. Um, working at Classic Firearms, I got more into guns. Um, finding Tim on Instagram from a competition, like a, a an online Instagram user competition, got me really into guns um i just we he helped me which i am very thankful for uh build my very first ar uh it's a 10.5 all arrow and geisley build um but really coming here and and taking more of the history and having the variety here to learn about really set a fucking fire off and it's you know at work i have an ak mug i have an ak fucking uh, cleaning mat that's my mouse pad um it's just very contagious here and i have to say that the bulk of getting into firearms was was tim allowing and, and graciously giving me the knowledge that he has yeah so you weren't a kid. It wasn't before the Marine Corps. It was, it was never your family. It wasn't like your dad or your mom. It was. Nope. I joined the Marines to do cool shit, and now yep. I have an M16, and now I want an AK. Well, 
Tim taught you about the world of fucking Slavs. Yeah, AKs are fucking awesome. Um, uh, We have our competition this weekend, and I can't wait to run around like fucking crackheads in tracksuits. Crackheads in (laughs) tracksuits. That's so cool that you and and your significant other get to do that. I'm, I'm super... That sounds so heartwarming, you know, because like it's, it's just so fulfilling yeah. for me, both of you. It's definitely, you know, we have some friends that are like, get my girlfriend into guns. It's like, I'm not getting your girlfriend into guns if she doesn't like guns. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not who I am. Like, if she's into it, hell yeah. Let's broaden the spectrum. Let's get her into it. But if she's not, don't force that shit on her. Like, it took me a while to be comfortable appendix carrying my 365 like it's a big step to to intake firearms into your life and yeah now was, i don't feel safe without one yeah it's a big step to just like walk around pointing a loaded gun at your cock all the time or yes yeah, exactly. yeah. Kaylee, or other right at your cock Kaylee. Right, yeah right at it just the big log itself yeah. is just in harm's way what, what do you run for your appendix holster um i have a uh txc Whatever their newest one is, X1 Pro. X1 Pro. I built a custom X, X1 Pro. Oh, yeah. Nathan, and I'm still waiting for the Sig burrito. Sig 365. Wait, wait, say again, Mitch? I'm still waiting for the burrito. The burrito? Oh, I'm, I'm going to message uh, Elijah about that. I don't know, but yeah. Um, Tim what, has one of the OG burritos. What? Tim has one of the OG burritos. For Mitch's birthday, I got him a, a goon burrito holster, and it looks pretty nice. cool. I know there's a little bit of a lead time, so I'm yeah. going to message and figure out. Uh, I think Mitch burritos. and I both run sidecars, and like... Yeah, we run sidecars. Threader barrel? The OG sidecar now. 1.0. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I want the second one. Like, I'm, I'm not going to, like, simp for for the side for, like, hype beast reasons, but it looks like a good design, and I kind of want it. I really want it so I can like uh, ha- have a pistol in the holster part and have like ha- have a, a thing of have like a protein bar in the other or like a white claw, a, th- a white claw or what, what was I thinking of? It's like a bait. Th- those prepackaged bacon strips you can get at gas stations. One Ew. of those. Ew. Fucking peasant. My, my body will warm it for me. If I need a, a oh emergency snack, God. I can just like pull it out from under my shirt and I'll just be ready to go with that fucking hot rod. That's what they're called. So Tim got you into firearms. Yes. We've kind of talked about Tim already, but you, mm-hmm. yeah, you should get, get Tim. Say, let's, let's say hi. Let's yeah. fucking do it. Tim, Tim just got out of the shower. Tim, would you like to say hello? Uh, Tim's cool. Let's see Tim. Tim's cool. Too cool for the podcast, isn't he? Tim is not too cool for the podcast. Hey, Tim. What's up, dude? How are you? What's up, dude? Good, how are you? Let me turn my laggy camera on. Out. There we go. How are you doing, man? Good, how are you guys? I follow your Good. AK content on Instagram. It's pretty fucking Do you? cool. Yeah. What's your What's your username? Uh, we're, we're both Seaburn Art, but uh, I'm Illustration Nathan. I don't actually post. I just lurk you. Both of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Your, your shit's pretty cool. Thank you. Absolute uh, unit of a man. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolute unit of a man. I didn't even mean for any of this to happen. Like, I so I just started today my 
third year of college. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked professionally for years before that, and I never had time to get into it. And I started college and just being home, I started posting pics of my guns and it kind of just grew from there. Like it, I didn't set out to be like an influencer or whatever. Yeah. yeah but I mean, fuck guns are awesome. So, Oh my God, who is that? That's Kimber. Kimber is perfect. We Kimber know. Is perfect. <laughs> it turns out I either do not follow you on Instagram, which is weird because I remember doing it a You're while a ago. You're fucking terrorist, Nathan. But I'm just going you to fix that. You didn't follow our last guest. You well, don't follow our current guest I boyfriend. I already did. No. I, I literally... I, no, no, I already... I did. You know how that, that weird thing of people unfollow gun content? I think that happened. Yeah, yeah. That, so no, that no, no. happens. I, I talk to people all the time who have not like went in and unfollowed me, but we're no longer following me. That's, that's happened. I I receive messages about it all the time. Like people apologizing for unfollowing. I'm like, I I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I, but uh, no, that's, that happened. I I have fixed that problem now, but yes, (laughs) I I think the the one thing that we are talking about and we can agree on AKs are fucking awesome. AKs are fucking great. People always yeah. ask us about that platform. Like we don't think yeah. it's awesome. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You, you have one. I, I I've, have a lot of time behind like Chinese type 81s because mm-hmm. AKAs are illegal here. So we, we just get the weird kind of Norenko knockoff. It's fucking lame. I hate. You're in Canada, right? Yeah. 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 It's I got a couple of here. Canadian pages that follow me and some guys that I talk to off and on from up there. And it, it's bullshit. I mean, it's all bullshit, but yeah, but it's, it's especially bullshit here. I'm, I'm hoping to move down there kind of ASAP, but um, we'll see what happens. Hell yeah. But type, type 81s are basically the only AK we can get next to Valmets, which costs like $12,000. So, right. Yeah. So funny story. Uh, when I was first talking to Kaylee, I, she was talking about, <laughs> oh, maybe I want to get an AK. And I was like, oh, yeah. So, like, what kind of AK? And it was a fucking Valmet. It was like a really case 61. It was, but it was like a, it was like a South African Valmet. They're yeah. like, is it, like you said, $12,000. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what you want. She's like, yeah, those are cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. Okay. All you, right. You're on what? Like a Maddie now? A Maddie, yeah. 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 That oh, it's, that it's thing nice. looks fucking it's really great. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta do some work to it yet. She, we yeah. gotta do a front end conversion on it, and, and we're gonna fucking chop it, make it a short boy. You're making, oh, how, how short are you chopping it? I don't know yet. Uh, so probably fourteen five. Oh, I've, that's. I've told that's her good. that we should. I've told her we should SBR it, but Maybe. uh, if we don't SBR it, then fourteen five with a yeah. pin and weld. Yeah, I mean some like, suppressor host. Anything's legal if you want it to be. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, I, I saw fucking the other day, I saw someone was selling a Surefire three prong muzzle brake with like a fake pin and weld mark. And I lost my shit. I fucking lost my shit. <laughs> um, th- that is such a clever way to get around stuff. Right. Do, do you like, have the two ton press and you like make your own and do? No. No, so I I got into AKs way too late. I got into AKs, you know, as the as the kits were drying up, and uh, I, I'm I was Marine Corps, so I'm an AR guy uh, yeah. by heart, you know. And then I 
finally got my first AK. It was a Norinco. Um, and he's must have been uh, a hot minute ago. Yeah, yeah, they uh so and the thing is uh they're kind of like they're built off the same platform, but they're different. Like they're they yeah. were 1.5 millimeter thick receivers, uh, where most of your standard stamped are one mil. And so I already had furniture that I was gonna throw on this AK and I bought it and it didn't fit. Narenko oh. <laughs> so, problems. So I had no idea, but I had no idea what I was doing. So then I started researching it and I kind of got into like like I like the history of it, and then I kind of saw, yeah. you know, how many different variants there are, and how many different countries make them. So it, yeah. it just grew from there. But no, I, I don't actually, uh, I don't actually build. Um, I, I would have loved to have, but I mean, kits anymore are ridiculously expensive. Yeah, and, uh, oh, a lot of people are getting out of it, and now who knows what's going on with ammo? Yeah. I, I think things will equalize eventually. If the Russians are good at anything, it's it's getting around laws. Right. And chances are we're going to see stuff shipped to other like friendly countries and just repackaged and yeah, shipped sh- at a slight premium. Shout out but, to Ivan the Bear for everything that I've ever put on my AK. Absolutely. Oh my fuck, yes. Zenitco as well. Fucking yeah, Zenitco with the three-month shipping. Um, I, I just bought a Purst 4, and that thing was fucking great. It, it went okay, to my so. That's full power, right? Yes. Oh my god, it's a lightsaber. Oh my god, I, I've been I've been looking, and I and I think that's what I want to get because the uh, the like P or the uh, the Peck fifteens that you can get yeah. that uh, like L three is making now they're like yeah. low power, but apparently oh, those yeah. purse are like full power. They are horrifying. Uh, you you can see them like. I, I shone mine on the side of a mountain. I could see it a good 400, 500 meters away. It's, wow. it's a lightsaber. That being said, shipping took like two, three months. And okay. it sucks not having an illuminator. So, um, and that that's something that, you know, I kind of took for granted in, in the military and whatnot. But now I'm like, oh, fuck, I need an illuminator of some kind. So if I could do it again, I'd probably just like shell double or triple for the purse three and and get basically a PEC 15 that's full power. You you were in the Canadian military? Yeah, fucking long time ago. What like how long ago? Like 2010, think around. Okay. Uh so I, I deployed to Afghanistan in 2011. Oh shit, yeah. And we had a fucking Tim Hortons there until you guys <laughs> Timmy H. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys pulled out and we didn't have tim hortons anymore and i was like man this oh fucking it sucks <laughs> no tim hortons tim hortons used to be the best yeah, i think they're owned by like good. a brazilian holdings firm now and they they basically turned into another starbucks and it sucks yeah i mean for over there it was really good and i'd never yeah. even heard of tim hortons did you have yeah, green beans when you were deployed yeah yeah, yeah we had green beans. beans and we had a nathan's hot dogs Nathan's yep. hot dogs. Nathan's is hot great. dogs. Yep. Yeah, I, I own that company actually. Uh, yeah. Myself, you know, in my front yard. <laughs> I I was moving through. I believe it was Kuwait. Um, I think we were moving back. There was a fucking Baskin Robbins in Kuwait. There's like a Baskin Robbins in Kuwait. Yeah. And it was great because it was like 120 degrees, like at night. So you became like nocturnal, and it would just become like nighttime ice cream. It was great. That's. It was great that coming sounds, back from deployment, get to go through Kuwait. That sounds fucking incredible. Yeah. I love Baskin Robbins. I don't think we even have one here. Like the last Baskin Robbins I can think of was in New York. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, there's one in Toronto. Maybe a, a few in Toronto. I'm a Cold Stone guy now. Cold Stone Creamery is dope. 
Yeah. I only like going there because you can make them sing to you. Wait, do at, they do Col- that where you're at from? Cold Stone? Yeah, do they do that where you're from? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait they what? sing to you? Yeah. No. What, what do you the mean fuck? they sing to you? At least the one here, it's like five minutes down the road. They sing to you? Yeah, you, like if you tip them, they have to sing to you. Oh my God. That is like the, the <laughs> meanest fucking role. Can you imagine being the guy in in like Cold Stone Creamery and corporate being like, how do we fuck with our minimum wage employees the most? Right. Like, we degrade them. <laughs> Next time we go to Cold Stone, we got to tip them. Apparently they have to sing to us. <laughs> tip them and make them sing. Yeah. I, like, dude, I swear hey, that's you a thing. Bert? That's what Jamie, I said. <laughs> oh my we God. We have to go okay, to Cold Stone, to... tip the people, going... and then they have to sing to us. <laughs> they have to sing to yeah, us. Yeah, there's like a, there's like a, oh. it used to be a pitcher on top of the end. Yeah. Uh, apparently right we always paid. tip them and they never sing to us. And then, can can you request songs? Can you be like, no, hey, can, like can you do Gangster's no, Paradise? No, <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you, go many to a, uh, you go to yeah. a restaurant and you ask for your birthday song to be sang. Yeah. And so like whatever birthday song they sing, they yeah. got like a, they've got like a like a collection of songs that they just choose from when you when you tip them. Apparently it's 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 about ice cream and stuff and chocolate. Uh. That's that's still kind of like very degrading for a minimum wage employee, I think. Oh, but I, I still, love I'm it. probably going to do it. <laughs> it's, it's the only reason I go there. <laughs> well, I just found out that we tip them every time we go, and they have never sung to us once. So it must just be really. A, must, they maybe I mean, they just do it for you. Maybe you have to request it. Maybe it's just sitting on a sign. Maybe they you, just like, like your beard and mullet, and they're like, "We got to sing to this man." Kimber. She's probably like, what the hell's going on? Kimber, look! Look! Oh my god, she's perfect. This is turning into the best podcast we've ever recorded. I think so. <laughs> Between this and the, the Lucas one that, that no longer exists because the audio fucked up. Yeah, it's fine, right, though. Kimber, you're on the podcast. How do you feel? What do you think? What is your stand on guns? Can you tell us how you feel? How, how do you feel about the, the Biden administration ban on Russian imports, Kimber? Get him! Get him! <laughs> Yeah, there we go. That's Hell yeah, Kimber. Oh, hold on. This is on this is on ColdstoneCreamery.com on the jobs uh, FAQ. It said crew members usually perform in stores and auditions may take place in addition to the interview process. That way it's known that entertaining is a brand standard. In fact, many Coldstone Creamery Creamery crew members enjoy singing so much that they create their own songs. What the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> You guys have been getting ripped off this whole time. <laughs> I'm paying eleven dollars for my goddamn what? ice cream and not getting song to when they're yeah, supposed yeah. to sing to me. Man, you guys are fucking up. I'm <laughs> fucking up so hard. I just want to walk in and be like, "Hey, sing me Folsom Prison Blues" by Johnny Cash. <laughs> like, I'll give you five dollars. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been getting jipped this whole time. That's sing fuck, "Fuck the stupid. Police" by Country Star Four Twenty. Like, oh my fuck. <laughs> oh my god all right next time next, next time, time. Next creamery time. well like, i'm well, off the sugar but i think i'll break that embargo to have have a minimum wage employee employee just like serenade me with Freebird. tim if we ever have you on i am going to have an update on my cold stone for you because we always okay. go to the same one and they never fucking yes. sing to us and we always tip them apparently so dude it's bullshit i think like 
they're kind of like, does this person, do they know that I got to do this? <laughs> oh, I'm going to make it like, next We time. put this much effort into hiding the sign. We put it somewhere. We put it over the door so people don't see it when they come in. Right? I, I'm but, going to make a point next time. No, absolutely. You should. Make them yeah. fucking earn it. Yeah, make yeah. them earn that fucking tip. I mean, you know, I'm kind of upset now because we've been going there consistently for almost three years. And we and I guess we tip them every fucking time. Not yeah. once, not a single time has anybody ever saying to me. I, You know, if I was you, I would call corporate. Yeah. Calling corporate, making a big fucking deal about I, I'm it. I'm calling corporate as soon as this is done. Nathan, <laughs> we're going to make a fucking post about it. And we're going to get everybody to start commenting on Coldstone. Like, why the fuck? We've been tipping Coldstone yeah. Creamery in place for so long. Oh my they god! They need to retrain. There are no they go at the station. Oh, oh man, fuck guys. Uh, this is kind of unrelated, but I saw earlier today a picture of a Taliban dude wearing a set of GPNBGs and just Clinical. grinning, just Clinical. like sitting there in a car grinning at the camera wearing quads and i'm so mad because i want those quads clinically i want them so good like found forty thousand dollars in the trunk of an mrap yep. <laughs> like, nice here we go <laughs> who left them there who who left them there who wouldn't just take them home from themselves if they're that unaccounted for yeah just like shove that shit in a dump pouch and pretend it doesn't exist like i i want those that fucking night vision oh my god i was so mad about the whole afghanistan situation i still am i'm still furious about everything but now i'm seeing the taliban flex on social media with m240s and nods Mm. and everything else and it's just like man i want that like if i want to pay taxes (laughs) i may as well take something for it yeah i saw someone commented like uh Well, maybe we left like a uh, hot load 300 blackout in with all the 556 five, and they're just going to blow the fucking selves up. But... Oh my fuck. <laughs> That's illegal. It's a war crime. Tim. It's a war crime. I yeah. want to know your opinion. Um, women being integrated into combat arms. We all gave our opinion. What's yours? Oh, yes. Uh, ac- so actually I was asked this on a, on a board in the Marine Corps. And my answer was, <clears throat> if that woman can do everything that I'm required to do as a man, if they can carry me, if they can integrate into the unit, then so be it. But if you're going to lower the standards even on one thing for it, then fuck no. And what did you get out as? What was your rank? Sergeant. E5? Yeah. Clinical. So there you have it, folks. Everybody yeah, kind I, of says the same thing that. that's been in that is actually in similar fields and not just somebody at the top talking and trying to give mouth and lip service. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I heard Kaylee talking about women in the service earlier and well, like there is some of that, but I've also some of the toughest Marines I knew were women. Some of the hardest working Marines I knew were women and some of the biggest shit bags were dudes, you know, yeah. but mm-hmm. also I, I, I don't think that you should, fucking uh lower the standards just because men can't pass them like yeah it's the military you know hmm. it's a social experiment though that the, the whole military like congress and senate and all of them like to play games like oh well yeah let's do this in the military and see how well that goes over yeah and no one thinks about the consequences what what were we calling it the other day mitch it's welfare for conservatives yeah welfare for conservatives <laughs> here i am one of the military yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's exact, dude. So uh, 
I told you this, today was my first day back at school. And actually, I've been online for a year and a half, like not by choice. I go to a university that's like in in class and I met up with some guys that are other veterans there. And, and we were we were talking about that, like <clears throat> like we we joined the military when we were when we were young because we knew that we wouldn't be productive members of society. And this was a way to do something important. And that's exactly it was like, okay, now we're going to school and we're actually trying and we're getting good grades and we're seeing all the fucking kids that just went straight to school, but don't give a shit. And they're spending all their fucking parents money and not getting anything out of it. Yeah. But that's exactly it. Welfare for conservatives. It was like, okay, they'll pay me. I get to do cool shit. (laughs) Yeah. As like, I, I think it gives you a little bit of perspective. I genuinely do. Yep. Well, as we approach two hours, um, before we before we get off, we've kind of always, anytime we have military guests on or prior military, we kind of ask their opinion. Um, everybody already kind of knows Nathan's and mine, but starting with uh, Tim and then ending with Kaylee because she was the original guest, what do you recommend for somebody who may or may not want to join the military? Should they do it? Should they not? Why or why not? <clears throat> That's a tough one. Like if you're, if you're on the edge about it, I would say do more research and understand exactly what you're getting into. Don't talk to your recruiters. Oh no, never talk to their fucking recruiters. And, and, and don't talk to the people that were in and then got out and then like came back home and aren't doing anything anymore. Like, like if you're going to ask somebody, ask somebody who, who went in and got out and they're making some of themselves or somebody who's still in uh, to, to help make that decision because, uh, it is a big, it is a big commitment. Um, there is a lot of, uh, potential for risk, but also there's a lot of reward. So, uh, some of the best people I've ever met, you know, I served with my, my best friend who lives with me to this day, I met, uh, 11 years ago in the Marine Corps. He was one of the first dudes that I met like after boot camp and uh, combat training, where it was like, this is a solid ass dude, and we're best friends to this day. Like, I, <clears throat> if you're on the fence, do more research. If you're still on the fence, I don't know. I, I don't think I could tell you to join. Like, it's a big commitment. You have to. You have to absolutely commit. Um, it, because if you're if you're there, I've seen it. You're there. You're part of the team, and you're not contributing to the team because you don't want to be there. You're dragging everybody else down. And that's not a place to drag other people down. Yeah. It's, it's a place where people rely on you. Exactly. And, and more so than like you go to corporate America and they're like, Oh, but like you need to work on a team here. And it's like, motherfucker, like no one, no one's going to, no one's going to die. If you don't fucking turn in this fucking report when it's due and shit, you know, that's, but you have that potential in the military and, that shouldn't be a decision that's uh, that's made lightly. Well said. Well said, Kaylee. Yeah. Your thoughts. Um, I stand. No, say your own thing. Okay. Uh, I I don't want to say the exact same thing that Tim said, but I do believe that, especially you know, myself catering towards a female who's wanting to join the military. Ask men and women. Don't just ask women because they're going to tell you 
what they know. Get get the information that you think is pertinent and then make your own decision because I made a decision that now I have an injury for the rest of my life. But also, I did some of the coolest shit in the Marine Corps. I met some of the worst and some of the best people. I've had some of the worst and the best times. I do not regret my decision, but I regret how it ended. But that was out of my control. That's out of your control. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, like, like Tim said, if you're on the fence, just do research. You can reach out to Tim and I, if you're thinking about joining the Marine Corps, I'm don't sure. reach out to me. I'm busy. Okay. Well, you can reach out to me. <laughs> don't reach out to me. Don't, don't reach out to Tim. <laughs> you can reach out to no, me. No, I'm kidding. You can reach out to Tim. Um, you know, ultimately, it's your decision at the end of the day. You're, you're, you're an adult. You're going to make an adult decision towards, a, towards either or, or not even either. Some of the best and some of the worst times of your life. Yeah, I Tim, think I'm lurking your AK collection right now, and it's it's just ve- it's very drunk, it's very Nathan. Good. Off topic. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm we got on the record, it's very nice. I'm just like spamming all your shit because very. It's a lot of good AKs. It's yeah, very, very good. Oh, I, I didn't even. What what are the what's that game? Metro 2033. You have those magazines. Oh, That's I good. yeah, I get a lot of comments. People talking about that game. I've actually never played that game. You might like it. It's very, uh, I, I, I don't know how big of a gamer you are, but you might like it. I, <clears throat> I was a lot bigger into games growing up. Uh, most, most recently I played Red Dead Redemption when it came out. Oh yes. Uh, that was pretty good, but I think that's the, really the last yeah. game that I played, uh, regularly yeah. before yeah. that. It, Destiny. Well, yeah, before that probably Destiny. And yeah, then Destiny was fun. Before that was probably Halo 3 regularly. Yeah. So it's. It's often like I if if I can get into a game I get really into it but I don't yeah. do it. Met- well, Metro's good. Like it's it's short. It's a single player campaign, but there's a lot of AK and like Slav content. Mm-hmm. Like a ton of it, and a lot of thought goes into it. Basically, every weapon is like a Kalashnikov or a Gaunt variant, and it's they're fantastic. They're super creative in how they do it. And it, also, the games are like ten bucks now. So, is it uh is it like PC only? No, it's everything. Yeah, I pl- I, I have it in PlayStation. Like. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, but like I, I have, them. I have, sure. like I've got the PS5 and the Xbox One. Oh X. shit! Then, then yeah, you can probably get the whole series as a bundle for like twenty bucks or something. That that's what I got. Yeah. Uh, kind of to to cap your question, you guys asked, and I'm sure you guys could corroborate this. I think a lot of us say that the best decision we ever made was joining. And then the second best decision we ever made was getting out. Yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, yeah, I, I can see that. It's That's, the most I mean, fun I, I never that. want to have again. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. the thing is, you like sit here and you think about all the good times you had and all the people you met and you miss it. And then you start to think about all the bullshit you dealt with. And you're yeah. like, nope, no. don't want to do that again. And I think joining right now is different than when we joined. Joining yeah. right oh, now very is probably so. not the best yeah. thing that you could do comparatively yeah, I, I to maybe and shoot people 10, 15 it. years ago. Yeah. It was very it, different. and It's a lot more political now. Like, it, and as, uh, like, 
shitty as it sounds, like the war times are the best times to serve. Yeah. Because when you're not constantly training or, or have that thought in the back of your mind, there's so much time for people to fuck with you. Yeah. Think yeah. of when dumb they shit. Get bored, they get bored of not deploying and not seeing shit, and they just they'll fuck with you hardcore. My brother is in. Uh, luckily, he's doing really well, um, but he's not seeing you know, as much as, as he would have seen 10 years ago. And I don't think he's getting as much out of it, but yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate, uh, having you on Kaylee. You were, yeah. You thanks were for pleasure. having me. It was, it's always great getting insight and perspective from uh, unique individuals. And I think you're a unique individual. Um, yeah, yeah, it's always good to hear other sides of the story and, and get, you know, a hundred percent. And thank you for coming on, Tim. It was yeah, kinda, Tim, thanks for joining. Minute. Thanks for joining. I'm sorry for calling you bit. Tyler by accident before before you came on. I didn't even hear that. Exactly. <laughs> don't right. worry about it. It didn't happen. I'm sorry that your cold stones don't sing to you. I'm going <laughs> to fix that happen. fucking it's problem. Fucking don't happen. you fucking worry. That will yes, happen. Stride <laughs> right in there with, you know, a pre-written letter to corporate. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen here, motherfuckers. <laughs> You are going to sing me fucking Steely Dan right now. I don't care you're what sing they me dirty work. Sing fucking something. Yes. Um, sponsors AWS is great. Check out their belts. Yes. Apply Thank gear. you. Advanced Warfighting Solutions. I really like my SMU belt. I'm not just saying that because they're sponsoring us. I'm <laughs> saying that because that's my primary belt and I really like it. Yeah, they make cool belts. So does Applied Gear. They make cool everyday care belts. Um, yes. We have a Patreon now too. I think we have like twenty Ooh, Patreons. We We're up to like three hundred fifty yeah. bucks a month. Look at us. Yes. Oh wow. Holy Go join shit. the Patreon. We have a bunch of like spicy shit that Instagram doesn't like yeah. and has zucked us before. We also put like savable versions of our guides there, which is nice. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if you want to save our guides instead of like screenshotting them, that's okay. But you also don't have to because we also put literally everything out for free. So yeah. you don't have to. But if we you want to for free anyway. Yes, but but also like if we have to worry about money less, we can make more content faster. So we would yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, let well let's stop sucking our own dicks at this point. Um, yes, Kaylee, thank you for coming on again. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Whenever you guys want Tim on, I'll be the showcase at the end as well. So yep. <laughs> yes, we'll have to have please. Kimber on too. Yes, Kim- Kimber is fantastic. She has a lot to say. I like what she had to say about the ammo bag. Same. Yeah, she had a lot of... We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs>